Quality Living Made Simple Podcast, Episode 58, The Pursuit of a Dream. Welcome to Quality Living Made Simple. This is a podcast to help you create and maintain a quality life. We can do this by implementing simple tips, tools, and ideas. You can find out more at qualitylivingmadesimple.com. Now, here's your host, Joshua Rivers. Welcome back to the Quality Living Made Simple podcast. I'm definitely excited today to be able to talk about pursuing a dream. And so, you have a dream, you want to pursue that dream, but there's only one question stopping you, and that is how. How do I pursue the dream? How can I be able to accomplish the things that I really want to do in life? And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. We're actually going to go through three uh, previous posts that I had done actually about two years ago. So kind of digging back in the archives a little bit. And so last week I mentioned that I was going to have the privilege of being on a podcast, the Dream Warrior podcast with Doc Kennedy. And I was able to have that interview and that interview is going to go live here in the next week or so. And so I'll let you know when that comes out. And as a result of that one, uh, I got contacted by Joe Pardo, uh, who is of the Dreamers podcast. And so he asked me to be an interview, uh, be a guest, excuse me, on his podcast as well. And so I will definitely keep you posted when those come out in case you're interested in listening to those as well. I would definitely recommend both those podcasts. And so, but in light of these interviews, that's why I decided to go ahead and tackle this topic today. And so I'd like to share these three posts. And so I'm going to go ahead and link to them in the show notes, which you can get at simpleliving.us forward slash 058. And so I'm going to link to those posts um, in there in case you want to go back and read them for yourselves and leave a comment on any of them. And so in the show notes, I'm going to have uh, just the links to it. And uh, instead of uh, reposting all of the content. And so with that, I'm going to go ahead and start. The very first one is entitled, What's Your Dream? What's Your Dream? In Daniel chapter 2, King Nebuchadnezzar woke up one morning knowing he had a dream. It was a troubling dream, maybe a nightmare. The problem was he couldn't remember what it was. Maybe you can identify with his situation. He was determined to find out what the dream meant, so he called the various magicians, astrologers, and sorcerers to come. He demanded that they figure out what the dream was and then tell him what it meant. They, of course, felt that this was a setup. How could they possibly know what the dream was? The prophet Daniel was able to go to the king and, with God's help, deliver what the king required. He recounted the dream, then he told what the dream meant. In life, we didn't know what our dream is. As kids, we have great dreams of what we want to do with our lives when we grow up. Somehow, as we grow up, we lose touch with those dreams. That's not necessarily a bad thing. The bad part is that it doesn't get replaced by a new dream. John Acuff's book, Quitter, speaks about making a change in your day job to your dream job. I told my wife I got the book, and it scared her a little. She felt better after I told her that... His first piece of advice was not to quit, yet. His book also helps clarify and understand what your dream really is. 
Dan Miller also speaks about this a lot. It seems that his life is centered around helping people find their dream and work to transition into it. We need to look at our life and really see what our dream is. Only then can we take the dream and try to do something with it. Without it, we wake up feeling that something is going on, but we can't quite figure it out. So here's three simple tips I gleaned about finding your dream. Number one, what is it that gets you excited? The number two, what is something in your past that you were good at and enjoy doing? And then number three, what do you look forward to do that you have talent in? And so that was the first post. The second post is you're living in a dream world. Many times it takes a big event to wake us up and motivate us to do something. In the movie The Matrix, the main character is Neo. He has a sense that something's wrong or different. He's not exactly sure what it is. When he meets Morpheus and is set free from the Matrix, he is given an explanation. And he has been told, you've been living in a dream world, Neo. In our own lives, big events also thrust us into situations that demand a choice, a decision. Some choose to attack full force, holding nothing back. Others choose to do nothing, trying to remain hidden in the familiar. Now, I wrote this post on 9-11 two years ago. And so I referred back to that. There was a huge event that took up uh, our nation and the world into a state of drastic change. A widespread attempt was made to increase security. If the attack that day never occurred, the breaches in security would not have been noticed. It was the trauma of the day that woke people up and drove them to action. We all have dreams of what we would like to do or be. Sometimes we have to take some time to realize what our dream is. But then we have to take action to make the dream into reality. Using our matrix illustration, Neo displays seven steps we go through in this process. If you've never seen the movie, I do apologize, but hopefully you can be able to glean the truths anyway. Number one, denial. Neo went through a time of denial immediately. We tend to do the same thing. Things can be shocking and it takes time to absorb and adjust. We often try to deny the truth. Number two, acceptance. After some time, he came to grips with reality. He started to accept the truth. And if we're going to progress in life, we need to learn to accept the reality we find ourselves in. We need to realize that we can't decide what our situation will be, just how we will respond to it. The number three, gather information. Neo began to learn some about the situation and specifics of the problem. After realizing and accepting our reality, we need to start learning more. When it comes to our dreams, we need to find out more information about the specific needs, problems, and obstacles that could come. Number four, preparation. Neo began a host of training sessions to mentally prepare. After we gather some information, we can begin to prepare to meet the needs and overcome the problems. This will involve some reading, listening, studying, and or taking a class or even several classes. And number five, practice. Neo had been going through the training sessions one after another, but Morpheus came to turn that preparation into practice. We can only get so far on head knowledge. We must also start doing what we are learning. 
This is when the knowledge begins to make sense and the parts are coming together. This is when knowledge becomes wisdom. The number six, begin to believe. As Neo is taken to the Matrix, he speaks with the Oracle, who gives him some information and advice. He then has to confront the agents, which causes him to begin to believe that he can do what he has been preparing for. We also need to come to this place. Getting practice will help us to develop some courage and confidence, but getting additional advice and instruction really helps give us a boost at this point. Ultimately, our strength comes from God. We can see that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. But we also need to have a sense of growing our faith. The number seven, gain confidence. Neil's confidence begins to take tremendous steps after victory over the agents. Eventually, the small victories we enjoy, coupled with our growing faith, will lead to greater victories. We will start to see definite progress as we work toward a dream and purpose. So again, those seven points are denial, acceptance, gather information, preparation, practice, begin to believe, and gain confidence. And then the last post is called Lessons from Joseph the Dreamer. This post has actually gotten um, a lot of hits from Google and has been one of my highest ranked pages uh, since, since that time, so it keeps coming back. But anyway... When you think about dreams in the Bible, there are probably two individuals that come to mind, Daniel and Joseph. Both of these men were used by God to have and to interpret dreams several times. So we just talked about Daniel in the previous post. This post is a focus on what Joseph did with his dreams and how he reacted. As a child, Joseph was having dreams. No, it wasn't a never-ending fall dream or a can't-run-from-danger dream. It wasn't uh, get embarrassed in front of a crowd dream either. It was a dream with significance. There was substance and meaning to his dream. His family, his mom, dad, 